This is a Rooster Teeth production. One of our three deceivers was once asked to be part of an exorcism. You can tell us who you think it is by voting along in the chat. Now let's find out who's telling the truth and who is a chump. Welcome to Chump, everybody, the Rooster Teeth game show all about lying and deception. I'm your host, Jeremy Dooley, and this episode is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Protect your online privacy today by heading to expressvpn.com slash RTTV. And now it's time to introduce our three deceivers for today's episode, starting with deceiver number one, Sarah Weems. Welcome. Hello. Sarah is here. <laughs> We're also joined once again. Uh, deceiver number two, Jessica Vasami, is back once again. Hello. On the deceiver side. And uh, the bane of all of our contestants' existence, it is once again Ryan Haley is back on show. I'm coming for you, Jeff. I'm coming for you. Let's go. Go, chump. And of course, and yes, as you heard Ryan say right there, our contestant for today's episode is Mr. Jeff Ramsey. Welcome, Jeff. I'm scared of Ryan. There he is. Oh, this is very intimidating. <laughs> you should be. You should be very uh, scared of Ryan. Uh, a, uh, a be quickly becoming a staple on Chump is Ryan. But you are all returning. You've all been here before, even though, uh, except for Sarah, first time on the show. There we go. Um, Sarah, how do you feel you will do today, especially against Jeff? How do you think your lying is going to be? I think it will be great. I think it. I, I think I, I've got a hold on this, and I think that uh, Jeff won't see through me. I think it'll be good. Ooh, I think she's going to crush it. Jeff. I'm scared of Sarah. I am too. I don't know. Sarah was so <laughs> nervous before we went live. She had to get a puke bucket because she was scared. I did she not. Was <laughs> I didn't. Jeff also came in here with like a bullseye on Jessica. He like I said, how are you feeling being the contestant? <laughs> when the is there not time? though? <laughs> and Jeff's you only know? response was, "I just need to see through Jessica's bullshit and I'll be fine." <laughs> that was Jeff uh, yeah. being contestant. <laughs> <laughs> we'll but, see, uh, Jeff. We'll see. Can't wait. Let me tell you, this this episode of Chubb is going to start out on a real note. And uh, we're going to jump right into it by going into our first game, which is called Just the Facts. Now, in this game, all three of our deceivers are going to be defending one fact that we're giving to Jeff Ramsey. So this is only true about one of our three deceivers. So they'll be answering Jeff's questions truthfully. But the other two are lying and trying to get Jeff to think that that fact is about them. Uh, Jeff will question each of them in whatever order he wants. Uh, up to my discretion, I'll tell him when to move on to the next person. And then at the end of the game, Jeff just has to tell me who that story is really about. An audience will be voting along as well using the buttons that are coming up in the chat. And if you're on mobile, works a bit differently. You're going to do hashtag one to vote for Sarah, hashtag two to vote for Jessica, and hashtag three to vote for Ryan. You write that in the chat only if you're on mobile. Don't worry about doing it if you're just on a browser or whatever. You should be totally fine. Uh, now, the fact in question, and I want to make sure I read this thing word for word. Jeff, this is the first fact we're using for today. One of our three deceivers says that their mom was involved in the Challenger disaster. 
One of our three deceivers, their mother was involved in the Challenger disaster. Uh, so, audience, you're going to be uh, guessing who this is really about. As you hear the stories, you can change your vote at any point. Um, Jeff, who do you want to question first about this? Oh, that's a, that, that, that's a great question for me, Jeremy, and thank you for asking. Uh, just so I make sure I understand the premise of the show, uh, one of these yeah. people is telling the truth. The other two are lying, which means that mm -hmm. there's a 66% chance that two of the three people uh, on this show will be, if, if they're religious, will be going to hell. Is what is what I'm. I just want to make sure I understand. I mean, I would say like there's a hundred percent chance that two of the three people, ethically, yeah. ethically, morally corrupt. Okay, so all right, so so I need to figure out which one mm -hmm. of these pe these people is uh, the least evil. Uh, I'll start. Uh, I I don't really have a preference. Uh, they all look damned to me. So I'll go on the left. I'll do Sarah. All right, Hi, Jeff. starting What's with up? Sarah. So there's no timer on this one. So whenever you're ready to start questioning Jeff, go for it, and I'll jump in when you've had enough. How did your mother cause the Challenger accident? So, very specifically, my mother did not cause the Challenger, but they thought she did because she worked on the O-rings. Uh, but uh, it went under investigation and it wasn't her company. It was a different one. What does that, what, so you said she worked on the O-rings. Was your yes. mother at like a, she worked at like a NASA Jiffy Lube type thing? Uh, or I don't know where she, she works. she an O-ring scientist? What, the, what, she, was her, what was her, her So job? she she has a degree in civil engineering. And okay. she, she, I don't know the specifics. She like, she was manufacturing them because she's like really obsessed with space. And so she found a job in Colorado. And one of the things was like working on parts for spaceships. And... It just the O-rings were the piece of it, and she, yeah, and then it blew up, and she was like, "We told them it was going to, and they shouldn't have done it." But also, it wasn't our O-rings. Did was there a moment when you thought when your mother felt responsible for all those deaths? I've never asked her that. I'll be honest. Mm. Um, I don't think so because again, she, it was not her. And also, I didn't even find this out until I was, like, in my 20s. Like, she just, like, low-key just, like, said it to me in passing. And I was like, I'm sorry, rewind, what? Oh, yeah, it's not, it's not something she brings up as a party favor type no. story. Yeah. No, okay. it's not. That's all, that, that's all the questions I have for you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Moving on from Sarah. Um, Jeff, who do you want to go to next about this? Uh, I guess I'll go with Ryan next. Uh and prolong having all right to ryan haley Jessica. uh jeff whenever you're ready to Thank begin you, your questioning oh he's got the shades on begin your questioning uh ryan for, first question uh well i on I, I, I first question where did you get that zebra print blanket in the back that's a great question i don't even know where i got the zebra print in the back it's a comforter it ended up in my bed one day <laughs> i wish i could had a good answer for you there jeff it's well the as i as I think it's the the thing is when when a when a comforter like that ends up in your bed you don't it doesn't leave and uh, I'm glad that you're right. explaining it. It's, it's nothing leaves uh, once it's in my room. <laughs> matches the glasses. Uh, where are you from, Ryan? Where did you grow up? So I'm from Tennessee, Memphis, Tennessee. Mm -hmm. It's the answer. And were you was your mother working in living in Tennessee uh, when this happened? No. So what happened is my mom's a teacher, and there was a essay contest or there was this thing called teachers for space or something like that right 
And mm -hmm. they had an essay contest for, they wanted to bring a teacher into space. Ronald Reagan really wanted to bring a teacher to space. So my mom was the runner up to the runner up. So what, so that meant that, you know, if two thing, if two people, uh, got hurt or something or couldn't make it, then my mom would have been in the challenger, uh, disaster. So she wasn't really directly involved, but she was, you know, she would have been there. There is a chance that she could have been there in the disaster if things had gone wrong with the other two people. So, but it didn't happen. What, now I'm uh, here today. Well, thank God. What grade God. did your mother teach? My mom taught second grade. Second grade. Okay, excellent. Yeah. And what year were you born? 86. So this was three years before. Well, the, the challenger was three years before I was born. But, you know, the, the essay contest was like five years or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then is your mother secretly a communist or working I, for uh, Soviet Russia? I'm going to play the fifth on that. I can't. I don't yeah. really want to give my mom. I don't want to dox my mom and her communist okay. Party leanings, yeah. All so right. I'm just not going to answer that at all. Okay, I think all right, that's Jeff, all. The that's your final I have. question there. Okay, yep. cool. Perfect. Uh, good call, Ryan. Good call. Oh, it's take a break. Take a break. Break. Take a breather and a break. But you can mix those together into a break. It's the hot seat. Uh, so that that leaves Jessica as the final person to question on this. Uh, Jeff, you ready to question Jessica? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Jessica. All right. Uh, uh, Go for it. <laughs> Jessica, go ahead and give me your your spiel of bullshit. Well, I, I think you should probably ask me a specific question, right? How did your mom blow up the Challenger? Uh, she did not blow up the Challenger. She wasn't in mission control or any of those high positions. She was on the admin side of like the operations unit, as in all she did was order parts from florida from texas from across the seas and stuff like that that had to do with putting the shuttle together she wasn't like in any high ranking position she did not blow up and, the challenger and was she uh she was a nasa employee she was in houston yes so this happened in your mother was living in houston during the time of the she, uh, challenger yep. explosion and were you alive yes. at that point or you were and you were also there in houston with her no, I wasn't alive at that point. I was born in 88. Way to show my age, Jeff. Uh, I'm so sorry that, uh, <laughs> that you were younger. Uh, <laughs> terrible. Uh, my, my apologies. Uh, uh, I, I, however, was like 24 at that point. So, uh, wow. Okay. okay. I, I think that's, I think that's all the, uh, who's your favorite astronaut? Really? Who's yeah, my favorite, who's favorite astronaut? astronaut? Yeah. Oh my God. I I don't I don't know. I I don't know all the names of the astronauts. One of them I will say because I did grow up in Houston. Obviously, is I had two of my friends that I went to high school with. Two of their parents were on uh, Columbia, that ended up obviously exploding as well. So I'm gonna go with them. I, I just brought this down, but like you're just bad I was just around it all my shuttles. life. <laughs> I know it's just it's not great. Masami yeah. family. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. Well, that like was you were there, Jeff. Which the like, yeah, two questions yeah. you might not finished here. Um, audience, last chance to change your votes if you want to. Uh, so make sure to cast your vote. Sarah, Jessica, Ryan, get those votes cast, and we'll be closing down the vote pretty shortly. But first, we want to talk to Jeff. Jeff, how are you feeling after the questioning? There is uh, there anyone you think is purely spouting bullshit or 
you know anyone sounding kind of true what are you thinking uh i'm not, i'm i'm reasonably i i don't think i don't think i believe ryan uh i don't what? i don't think i believe the him. Fuck? yeah i i apologize okay. it was it well the, the glasses shades, are back on now I'm starting to, you're starting to you're starting to sway yeah. me again uh, it could be the skull on the wall uh, who knows <laughs> I, I i tend to not believe weemy uh as she likes to be referred to by her friend sarah weemy uh but <sighs> do i have to give an answer is it time you know not yet and first we're gonna lock in the audience so audience no okay. more voting uh in game number one you are locked in for game one thank you for playing and best of luck to you um remember there are two points up for grabs for the deceivers if they can pull both jeff and the audience uh but then points get distributed you know if either of them gets it correct uh so jeff now it is time for you to give an answer so whose mother was involved in the challenger disaster i hope i don't regret this but i'm gonna say jessica <laughs> going with jessica do you want to lock that in Yes, and I'll say I'll say I, I recognize that I may be making an incorrect uh, uh, choice here, but that's okay because if I am, it, it's informing me in other ways. I'm locking it in. Got it. All right, lock in Jessica as the one telling <laughs> the truth. Now, before we can reveal who the story is really about, we have to see how the audience voted. So, audience, let's see those percentages. Who do you think this story is truly about? What? Do they agree with Jeff? Fifty-three percent of our audience. Uh, thinks this is about Jessica. Only 13% think it's about Ryan. Um, so, in agreement there, both of them just cast Ryan out almost immediately. <laughs> but, it is time to truly reveal it. And the person whose mother was involved in the Challenger disaster was... Sarah Weems. It was truly about Sarah. It was shot. Sarah. Yeah! Yes. No rings! All right. Yep. All right. I'd like this to say, my him. mom... My you mom has sent a correction. She has sent a correction. She was a quality insurance engineer at the time, but she did start getting her degree in civil engineering. So okay, there I won't. I, I won't. I won't make a. I won't make another mistake. That was good. I. Uh, I was. That was fifty-fifty and, uh, for me. And now yes. I know. Just the that way. Was awesome. uh, the, you know, Sarah told <laughs> this story like a week ago, and um, the way this came up for Sarah is really incredible, the way she learned. Uh, and we're going to talk about that in the post-show, in Chump Change. Uh, but it is uh, quite a story in itself when Sarah learned this in her 20s. So this episode of Chump is brought to you by Bespoke Post. You guys, it's spring. We're all cautiously coming out of our houses and basking in the sunlight and outside air. It is the perfect time for adventuring. And Bespoke Post's Box of Awesome is the best buddy for all your outdoor spring exploring. They have a ton of really high quality items, including uh, the Damascus steel blade that I got from them. I always take it with me when I go out hiking, camping, fishing. It always comes in handy. And like I said, it's a very high quality, like all of their products. Bespoke Post has a new lineup of spring boxes to upgrade your life from a pretty sweet hammock with a camping blanket to the deploy keychain with tactical tools for everything, even a grappling hook to grab things from across the room like your Batman. That's what he does. They even have Mother's Day gifts. Get started by taking the quiz at boxofawesome.com. They've got new boxes every month across all kinds of categories. Sign up is free and you can cancel or skip a box whenever you like. And you can get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code CHUMP at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com, code CHUMP 
for 20% off your first box. Thank you very much, Bespoke Post. Uh, but mm -hmm. that means at the end of that game, the Deceivers managed to take both points. So two points for the Deceivers for fooling both Jeff and the audience, making the score zero to zero to two. But of course, it's not about getting the most points. It's about not having the least points at the end of the game. Uh, and there are two points up for grabs for all three teams in this next game, which is called Pushing the Envelope. <laughs> I've got three envelopes here, which are actually branded, and I will be taking home with me. Uh, and in each of these envelopes is a true fact about one of our deceivers. So one about each of them. I'm going to shuffle them up and redistribute them. So they might get their own fact, or they might get someone else's fact. Jeff is going to question each of them for 60 seconds about the fact that they received. If it's theirs, they answer his questions truthfully. If it's not theirs, they lie and try to get Jeff to think that that fact is indeed about them. Uh, audience, you work a bit differently, but we'll get to that in just a second. First, let's distribute the facts. Starting with Sarah. Sarah Weems was once asked to be part of an exorcism. Once asked to be part of an exorcism. Je Jessica Vasami, there it is, has a treasure map of Westminster Abbey treasure map of Westminster Abbey and Ryan Haley was once yeah. mistaken as being part of a drug deal <laughs> Jeff those are your three facts I don't know why anyone would think it about Ryan um, but audience you're voting on one of those facts in particular which is who was once asked to be part of an exorcism uh, Sarah is claiming that this is about her, uh, and after hearing all the stories, you need to say who you think this story is truly about. It's a bit harder, so there's two points up for grabs here if you manage to get it right. Now, Jeff, you have 60 seconds to each person. Who do you want to start with? I'll start with Sarah. <clears throat> oh, again? Okay, Sarah. Jeff, let's go. Yeah. What's up? Once asked to be part so of an exorcism, so audience pay extra close attention to this one. 60 seconds on the clock. Ready, get set, go. Okay, Sarah, we both know it's not you. I'm thinking it's probably Jessica. What do you think? If you had Jeff. to pick which one of those two people it would be, who would it Why be? Why don't you think I've been a part of an exorcist? I have been. I, I was that asked. That wasn't even the question. You've been asked to no, be No, I have been asked. Why? Jeff. Who, who did you exercise? I didn't exercise anybody. I got asked. It was like, I got a weird religious family. And one of them felt like there was something weird in their house and like shit was flying around. And so they asked me to come and partake in it. And I uh, said, fuck no, because you don't fuck with ghosts. Like that's the number one rule of the world is you don't fuck with ghosts. Yeah. Okay. Well, we did two seasons of a ghost hunting show, and this never came yeah. up in polite conversation. I yeah, because I'm not going to fucking tear down your entire idea of a show, Jeff. You were so excited about it. You know. You know what? <laughs> like, how much did I used to talk to you? I didn't ever talk to you. You. You just sit in you your corner. What? I'd sit in mine. You can come liars say hi, Jeremy. Said hi to me. Their lies by swearing mm -hmm. and being loud and aggressive. Oh, and like I don't swear wildly. all the time. That's all I'm saying. I just feel like I'm mad now. that you don't. You don't trust me, Jeff. You think I'd lie to your face? <laughs> like, I just told the truth. Truly in it. Just like... I, I think you're required to lie to me. <laughs> you don't me. trust me. <laughs> I appreciate I appreciate this. 
this whole thing you've got going on here. But yeah, I don't buy for a second that it was you. Uh, do I now okay. move on right, to the next Jeff. person? You now move on to whoever you want to move on to. Okay, and we're still what we're still doing on this. Uh, we're still doing this first one, right? Mm-hmm. No, there's just a new the one, Jeff. Just no, 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 has different facts. I will remind so I you of the facts anybody... when you when they get to it. Okay, no, so I'm still just on the facts exorcism. they received. No, okay. no, no, yeah, the, the exorcism facts was they just have. Sarah. Just Sarah. So it's the facts that they have. So if you want to go okay. to Jessica, I'm going to talk to Jessica. Has a... Yep. Uh, so Jessica's fact is that Jessica has a treasure map of a Westminster Abbey. That is Jessica's fact. That is the fact you'll be questioning about. Uh, 60 seconds on the clock for that. Ready, get set, go. Okay, uh, why? Why what, Jeff? Why do you have a treasure map of Westminster Abbey? I didn't go looking for it. It came to me. Okay, can you give me three facts about Westminster Abbey? Um, well, that's where the royal weddings take place, which is one of the okay. reasons why when I was in England, I wanted to go take a look. And it also, it's an historical site. Um, look, I'll just tell you the story, okay? Um, Please. It's not as cool as it seems. I was on, it, it was in front of Westminster, and there was, I believe he was a homeless man. He came up to me and he only had one of these piece of papers in his hand. He didn't have multiple. It wasn't like he was just asking for people to buy them or just giving them out. He had one, he came up to me and he's like, I have a treasure map of Westminster. I know this sounds like something out of a freaking movie. He's like, I have this. I was like, oh great, uh, thanks. And I've ha had it ever since. Now, Jeff, I'll allow you another question here. Uh, I don't need it. Uh, if That's you fine. want one. Okay. No, I'm good. Uh, all right. That leaves Ryan Haley as the final one uh, to be questioned, who was once mistaken as being part of a drug deal. Uh, Jeff, you have 60 seconds to question Ryan about that. 60 seconds on the clock. Ready, get set, go. Uh, okay, Ryan, I'm going to be honest with you. I 100% believe that, that this is true. So just tell me the story and I'll believe it. Well... Let me just start off by saying it was a one big misunderstanding. Um, sure, that always I, is. Yeah, so I was trying to buy an iPhone, uh, and I met somebody kind of in a weird spot, and uh, and I was very stupid and very publicly. A lot of people saw me give this person a lot of money, and they were going to go and get the iPhone for me and then meet back there, and then when but then everyone thought that I you know was coming to buy drugs, and uh, that was around there, and then when the person returned. Uh, so then, by the, that time, cops at some point come, and then they found w drugs on the one guy, and then he blamed, it. he said that he was getting me drugs, but he really was getting me an iPhone. And then I got kind of pinned for this drug deal gone wrong, is what happened, And then Jeff. what happened? How did, how did you get out of that? I had to show him the email that said, hey, I'm coming to pick up a fucking iPhone from you, not weed. You know, so that's how I got that out. That was the subject line of the email. <laughs> Yeah. I'm coming to pick okay. up an iPhone from you, not weed. Uh, okay. That, there's your, uh, that is your 60 seconds to each person there, Jeff, about the facts that they received. Remember, audience, you are voting on who was asked to be part of an exorcism. There wasn't a lot of questions for Sarah about it, but do you think that it is truly about Sarah? Do you think it's about Jessica, or do you think it's about Ryan? You can cast your votes on that. Two points up for grabs. So, Jeff... Uh, before we, what we're going to do for your answers is we're going to go down the line 
uh, from Sarah to Jessica to Ryan, and we're just going to get from you if you think they're telling the truth or telling a lie, not necessarily whose okay. story is whose. But before we do that, uh, after your questioning, is there anyone you completely don't believe, or is there anyone who's managing to sway you with their story? What are you thinking here? Uh, I still, I actually think Ryan did some damage to his story with how poorly he told it, but I still believe him. Uh, strong. He's the only one I feel super, super strongly about. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan looks like he's doing a drug deal right now. Says the chat. Yeah. Is. yeah. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. <laughs> um, now, what? Where are you falling with Jessica and Sarah? Uh, well, I mean, I can, I, I can just tell you right now. I'm uh, uh, a treasure map of Westminster Abbey seems like the most Sarah Weems thing ever made. So I don't know how it cannot be her. And the first time I hung out with Jessica Vasami, she spent like forty-five minutes telling me she was a witch. So I feel like he tells the story all the time. Well. Yeah. Interesting. So I, I, I feel pretty <laughs> certain right. about those two as well, but I don't want to. Seems you know. like you feel pretty certain. So bef before we do that, let's lock in the audience. Audience, you're locked in on your vote on who is asked to be part of an exorcism. Thank you for playing game number two and good luck to you, Jeff. It's time to go down the line. We're going to start with Sarah. So Sarah Weems asked to be part of an exorcism. Do you think Sarah is telling the truth or telling a lie? I do not think Sarah's telling the truth. I think that she is telling a lie. All right. I'm going to lock that in, Jeff. Thank you. Lock that in. Lock in Sarah as telling a lie. On to Jessica. Uh, Jessica, who has a map of Westminster Abbey. Is Jessica telling the truth or telling a lie? Uh, Jessica's obviously telling a lie. <laughs> Sounds pretty certain. Let's lock in Jessica as telling a lie. On to Ryan Haley, um, was mistaken for taking part in a drug deal. Uh, Jeff, is Ryan telling the truth or telling a lie? I'd stake my life on it. That man's honest. <laughs> lock it in. All right, let's lock in Ryan. He's telling the truth. Um, so, Jeff, if you get two of these correct, you get one point. If you get three correct, you get two points, and it's vice versa for the deceivers. Uh, and so let's go down the line as well, starting with Sarah. Uh, mm -hmm. Sarah took part in... Oh, no, wait, we got to see what the audience said. Audience, who do you think was asked to be part of an exorcism? Who was asked? Who was it? They seem to be agreeing with Jeff here. 75%. 75% might be the highest value we've had so far. Uh, think Jessica. 9%. Single digits for Sarah. 16 for Ryan. Um, Second place. See, I think that was never going to be Ryan with that drug deal story in there. Um, but so now we can go down the line and see what the truth is. Starting with Sarah, uh, who was asked to be part of an exorcism. Jeff, you thought she was lying. I can reveal Sarah was telling. A lie. You are correct about that. That was a lie. <laughs> so you knew right away that would have probably come up in our haunter yeah. escapade. Um, on yeah. to Jessica, uh, who has a treasure map of Westminster Abbey. You thought Jessica was telling a lie, and I can reveal Jessica was indeed telling a lie. You also got that one right, Jeff, so you will get a point for this round. Uh, and now will you get two points as we go to Ryan Haley uh, was mistaken for taking part in a drug deal. You thought Ryan was telling the truth. Such an honest face. And Ryan was telling a lie. All three Boom. of them were lying. Jump, Ryan. Jump, jump, Cam. Jump, Cam. Jump, Cam. You suck. Oh, you suck. 
here's the deal. I'm so right. I fucked the story up. You know, I, I was not on top of my game. That Ryan hasn't been hasn't been accused <laughs> of being in a drug deal at some point in his right. life. Maybe not at that specific point. moment, but come on. Okay, well, there has well. to have been a point. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, and the uh, drug deal Good story point. is actually from Sarah Weems. Uh, the ah. treasure map is uh, Ryan Haley's story. That's and right. It's even better than you think it is. We'll talk <laughs> about it in Chump Change. Um, but yes, that means that the exorcism story, you nailed it, Jeff, is about Jessica Vasami, which means. That was an easy one, Jeff. Correct. <laughs> So that means that Jeff gets a point and the audience gets two points, which means right now Jeff is tailing slightly, but it's a very, very close game. This episode of Chump is brought to you by the RT Store. Now let's take a minute and talk about the Rooster Teeth Store. Have you guys checked it out lately? Because there's a lot of really cool merch there. We've got the all-new Pride merch that you should definitely check out. There's the eco-friendly merch. And, of course, Jack and Jeff just launched their new podcast where they talk about theme parks called Annual Pass. And the merch from that show is out now. And it is really, really good-looking stuff. So make sure to pick some up. You can get t-shirts, hoodies, hats, and tons more from your favorite Rooster Teeth shows and brands right now and keep an eye out this month for our biggest and best pride collection ever that's what i just talked about scan the qr code below or head over to store.roosterteeth.com to start shopping right now thank you very much rooster teeth store and make sure to pick up some merch right now now back to the show as we go into our final round now there i don't think it's possible that there could be a three-way tie for chump we've never had that happen before but there could be a two-way tie for chump in this episode let's find out with our final game which is called High School Dilemma. Woo. So in this game, we're going to give Jeff a high school fact about one of our three deceivers. All three of them are going to be acting like this fact is about them. Jeff is going to question each of them for 60 seconds about this fact to try to determine who it is really about. Uh, the person who it is really about will be telling the truth. The other two will be lying, trying to get Jeff to think it's about them. And... For this game, we have a superlative on the docket for today because one of our three deceivers was voted most likely to write a bestseller. One of our three deceivers was voted in high school most likely to write a bestseller. Um, so, uh, Jeff, as a writer yourself, hopefully you'll be able to sort some stuff out here. Uh, and audience, remember, you're voting along on mobile. Hashtag one for Sarah. Hashtag two for Jessica. Hashtag three for Ryan. Or just use the handy little buttons in chat if you're not on mobile. You get 60 seconds to question each person. Who do you want to start with? Uh, I'm going to mix it up this time and start with Ryan. All right, start with go. Ryan this time. All right. All right. The shades are on. 60 seconds are on the clock. Ready, get set, go. Uh, Ryan, uh, I hear that in high school you were most voted most likely to what again? Most likely to have a bestseller or write about uh, write a bestseller. Uh, so is that like when you open up the yearbook that's under your name, that kind of thing? Like yeah, uh, well, it, the, there was a bunch yeah. of funny superlatives like that. that yeah. You know, yeah. And why? Why was it tongue in cheek, or did people really think that you would write a bestseller? Well, I had a famous gossip column in the newspaper, the high school newspaper, Ryan's Hot Goss, where I'd spill my hot, steamy goss all over everybody, and it was very, everyone liked it, very popular, and so then everyone knew me for that. So then I, everyone thought that I would, should parlay that into writing a bestseller because I was the best writer around, you know. 
Oh, okay. Uh, excellent. Uh, yeah, I don't believe that for a second. Okay, uh, fine. Let's move what? on then. Yeah, I think I'm good. I'm good on that one. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. It, it, you know, it might go without saying, don't spill your hot, steamy goss on people, everybody. Well, Just worked you know, out for me. Have conversations, you know? <laughs> and worked, you know what? It did work out. Look where he is now. Hey, look, look where, where I am. All the way to here. Not a yeah. drug dealer. Yeah. <laughs> you should put that on your resume. <laughs> Not a drug dealer. Comforter and a skull. He's living the big life. Come on. Bessie All right, Jeff, uh, who would you like to question next? I guess I'll go with Jessica next. All right, going with Jessica next. 60 seconds on the clock. Ready, get set, go. So, Jessica, I understand that way back in high school, uh, way, 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 way back in high school. Uh, yep. Uh, you, uh, so far back uh, in high school, you yep. were uh, yep. voted most likely to write a bestseller. Why Why were you given that distinction, that superlative? Um, it's not like this is a secret. I still am ashamed of it. Um, this is when Twilight had uh, just been published, and uh, uh -huh. clearly I was a big fan. And I don't know if this was in your time period, but we had slam books in uh, high school. And I would write little stories uh, similar to Twilight in the slam books, and they would make their way around um, my class. And what people liked them. <laughs> oh, God. Um, a slam book is basically like a spiral notebook, any sort of notebook at, at all. And you get to put pictures on the front of them. You tape them on there. And so for me, it was pictures of just like romance and vampires and so are stuff you like that. And are you team werewolf or, or vampire man? Which one was you, it? I thought you know this answer, Jeff. What do you think? I think you're the werewolf. I think you're a vampire. Yes, that is true. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. Jessica is such, yep. like, she extrudes Edward vibes. Like, that's I, like, no, I was like, I feel like that's such an yeah. obvious answer. <laughs> so that's, yeah. uh, yeah. so slam books. So we've got hot okay. You guys know what I'm talking about, books. right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I don't know what a slam book is. Okay, it was like, like girls passed it around and wrote shit about each other, and then it was it, awful. Yeah. It was like it the most disheartening well, thing. Like when people like they're like, oh well, this person hooked up with this person, even if it wasn't true. If it was in the slam book. Mine weren't true. those though. Mine we didn't well, like talk shit in ours. Well, I told it wasn't you filled with hot anyway. goss. Wrote stories, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> could have been, that's hot goss that we're getting into there, and that's that's Ryan's that's yeah. Ryan's there. Um, that's his treasure map. So now we're moving on to Sarah is the last one uh, to question about this. Voted most likely to write a bestseller. Jeff, you got 60 seconds to question Sarah. Ready, get set, go. Sarah, how would you describe your high school experience? Was it ultimately positive, do you think? Do you oh, I had a great formally? time. Yeah, I had you a did. great time. Was Were you on the yearbook committee? No, God, no. Fuck no. Are you mm. serious? No, I was a theater kid, Were dude. you... You were a theater kid. Were you uh, were you in the journalism department? Nope. Or anything like that? You didn't work on nope. the school newspaper? Why nope. do you think you were voted most likely to write a bestseller? Because I just consumed books like they were crack cocaine. Like one time, uh, I've gotten books taken away from me in class like six or seven times in my life, if not more. Um, I would read, I could, I can read like 600 pages in a single night. Like I just power through reading. And I think people just always saw me with books. And so they're like, she's an author. 
but you didn't actually write. You didn't like. Oh, write I've any never hot written dogs, a thing before in my entire slam, life. Jeff, you know stories. my no. you know my ability to spell. It's bad. Yeah. Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> it's not great. It's not great. <gasps> I don't oh write God. shit. I just read. Oh man. Uh, it does seem to go against everything we know about Sarah, as we had we have photographic documentation of misspellings. Uh, but that is uh, so. Sarah with the uh, lots of reading. Jessica with the slam book. Ryan with the hot goss. Um, so Jeff, that is all of your questioning done. Uh, before we lock in the audience's vote and before we get your final vote, what are you thinking going into this? Well, uh, you know, I think it's it's obviously I think it's believable that it could be Sarah. Uh, and I understand the reasoning behind it, although something doesn't feel true about once again uh, the, the way the way Sarah told the story. Uh, she it, it seemed performative and a little disingenuous to me. Uh, Jessica was very believable in an annoying way, and uh, I could totally see it being like a, a, like just believable enough that I that it could be a, a red herring. You know, and so that's, that's frustrating. Annoying. And and then yeah. Ryan, uh, who was born in uh, when the the day the Challenger blew up, he said, uh, "No, years later." Yeah, he's way too. He was way too old to. I don't think that they were using words like hot goss in high school back in the '90s or whenever he went to school. So that I think that reference dates him. Uh, so yeah, to me, it's probably between between those two, the the two above him. All right, I so uh, got you this time, Jeff. I chumped you already. This is awesome. You might. Already. We don't even have the answer. Uh, audience, we're locking you in for the final game. Best of luck to you um, in this final game. Now, Jeff, on to you. Uh, who is this superlative really about? Oof. This is a big one. I... My intuition's all over the place here, Jeremy. I'm just going to say it because I'll just say this. Jessica told the most believable and authentic sounding story. So I'm going to go with Jessica. Lock it in. Sure. Yes, it was kind of it was a question, but I was just lock it in. It's real. Lock it in. That's the answer. Okay. Um, so uh, Jeff has gone for Jessica. Audience, let's find out who you went for. In uh, in the if you went for the same one, oh they didn't. I was gonna say they went for the same one. Then there was no way for Jeff to come back. But now there is a way because the audience has gone for Sarah Weems. Only nine percent went for Ryan on that one. Once again, we've hit the single digits. I'm, I chumped everyone, um, Jeremy. It's great. Everyone's a chump here. Everybody. Um, all right, so audience has gone for Sarah Weems. Jeff has gone for Jessica Vasami. Uh, and I can reveal the person in high school who was voted most likely to write a bestseller was Sarah Weems. It was she one got against Sarah down. Weems. Got Thank you. Jessica. Jessica, you're a champ. God, you're our MVP, yes. our hero. Yes. The hero we need. Now, yes. Here's the interesting got thing. Jumped, Jeff. Jessica jumped, I was watching the chat throughout that whole game and the questioning <laughs> going on. A lot of people were thinking Sarah, I don't think for the reasons that Sarah said, but a lot of people are bringing no. up fan fictions with Sarah. Yeah, I'm, what is, I'm fucking obsessed with fan. Dude, that's what OT3 is about. The new podcast every Tuesday at RTTV at 530. Hey, but, look at um, that, right into the pitch there. It's, uh, it's a, I just, I've been obsessed with fan fiction since I was like 10 years old. Like I devour it and my entire 
Twitch, RTTV chat. Everybody knows about it. I speak about it openly. Fucking but you never love wrote fanfiction. Any, is the thing? You I've written like two, but not in my childhood. Like in uh, my adult I'm just days. A, I'm just a good activist, so I fooled Jeff. So that's go. all that matters with my bullshit. So. Yeah, <laughs> I gotcha. In an, I'll I'll say this, Jessica. Uh, oh no! Here we go. I'm ready for it. Let's go. I'm more annoyed with the the other one, uh, the uh, Sarah, than you. After this one, you because you 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 the challenger you one bested me with good acting. I don't know how Sarah. I don't know how Sarah beat me there. I don't know how she did. She I told you I was, gonna, I was gonna come in and I was gonna kick your ass, and I did. And let's not forget about the linchpin that was Ryan Haley. Uh, I got. Yeah, I chucked it too, Jeff. I, I remember. He did, he did, I, I pulled up the drug did, There you go. Um, but that's <laughs> my worst performance yet on Chump. I still believe. I believe that Ryan probably gets mistaken in drug deals weekly. So I still find it hard to believe that's not true. Like there's like a forty percent chance when he leaves his apartment or house he gets mistaken for being in a drug deal it's right, a common problem but that yeah. story was false uh, it means at the end of that game uh the audience gets a point for getting that one correct and the deceivers get a point for fooling jeff meaning the final score is three for the audience three for the deceivers but with only one point it means that on tonight's episode of jump the contestant jeff ramsey is going to be tonight's Trump. <laughs> but it was we did it, guys! <laughs> we did it! My cause! As a valiant ever. Well done. And, um, yeah, we have, since everyone ended up lying during the envelope game, we have a lot of true stories to hear. Um, trust me, you're going to want to hear the treasure map one because I love the little <laughs> tidbit I heard oh, before God. the show started. Um, and so we're going to hear all the stories from Pushing the Envelope and we're going to dive into a little bit more on the, uh, on the lies that we heard, what, you know, came about from them. Because sometimes true stuff leads to lies, and that's sometimes where the best lies come from. A little nugget of truth. Truth. But thank you, everyone, for watching this episode of Chump. Make sure to become a first member so you can check out Chump Change. And as always, we will see you next week with another group of people and another episode of Chump. Thank you very much. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you, Ryan. Go to drugs. Everybody. Don't do drugs! I'm a failure! <laughs>